What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is with a uh, coach, personal trainer, and gym owner from New South Wales, and his name is Jared Brown. He's got an amazing mindset. We chat about uh, this whole entire lockdown, the COVID-19 lockdown, the effects it's had on our businesses um, and mindset and all that sort of stuff as well. So it's an incredible chat, guys. If you're a small business owner um, or if you're just sort of going through a bit of a stage in life where you're not really sure where where you're heading and what this uh, what this lockdown means for you, then definitely listen to this one. I really do think you enjoy it. So enjoy, guys. Um, we will have another episode for you on Monday and a few more guests next week. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Jared, how are you, mate? Very well, mate. Very well. How are you? Very good, mate. Good, uh, good to talk to you again. Yeah, uh, good to we, connect. We obviously uh, met a couple of weeks ago in Melbourne. Um, well, probably a lot of different times a couple of weeks ago. I think we were just heading into this uh, into this COVID stuff, and it was all getting a little bit scary. But uh, I think we actually had a conversation about what if the gyms closed and what if we had to go into a bit, bit more of a lockdown, and uh, we talked about what sort of we had planned and. Um, obviously, you're a, you're a gym owner as well, so we had a, a pretty good discussion about all that, and a lot of things have changed since then. So, um, how are you? Uh, how are you doing, mate? How are you coping? Good, mate. Um, as as we spoke about a few weeks ago, I think uh, the important thing is as um, as the owner of the business, you need to be something that I've learned all the way is being proactive uh, versus reactive, and I think. If you're reactive, you know, and no one can say that they didn't see this coming because we had weeks to prepare for it. And if we if we plan and prepare something that never comes to fruition, then great, positive, fantastic. But if you plan something and it does happen, then you look like you look like the hero to this to the uh, to the problem. And I guess what I had planned, you know, two weeks, ten days before this all happened, before even down in Melbourne was, I just let everyone know what would happen if we were to go into lockdown, which made the transition quite smooth. We actually were on that plane on the Sunday and that Sunday night when we left Melbourne was when they stopped the flights um, pretty much domestically. We were the last flight out of Melbourne. Um, And then that night, I woke up to the next morning, taking my first class back at the gym since being in Melbourne, and they're like, oh, so you're closing from today. I was like, oh, what? No. He's like, yeah, you are. It happened on the news last night. Yeah. I was like, okay. Pretty much, you get a little bit frantic in the time. Like, you get everyone like, yes, this is happening, blah, blah, blah. Like, come in, get some equipment if you need. Um, and then first session was online as of that Monday afternoon. So we didn't really have like a, a layover time because we were prepared that this would be the the solution. I just had to set up the home gym and um, yeah, we sort of, I, I set the standard higher from the get-go. We're very like hands-on, get a high five, encourage each other as, mo- as most gyms are. Um, so we replace high fives with comments and I, I put the standard back on them I said, you know, you guys are the ones to hold each other accountable. I can only facilitate it. So the vibe from the get-go was really, really high, um, which people have just been coming back for. And um, we've been having like 40 or 50 people come through the online sessions on a daily basis, which has been fantastic. And everyone's keeping motivated. And from a retention standpoint as well, like I don't think my admin lady messaged me um, the other day and said we haven't had any cancels or anything. Um, so obviously the prices change. Obviously you've gone from you know thirty nine ninety five to a six dollar um, membership, but um, 
you know, the government's been really helpful. I just woke up to the the ten thousand dollar the ten thousand grant, which was uh, which was a nice surprise to wake up to, and the job keeper. So, um, you know, the governments have been quite helpful in that regard. So, you know, if your landlords can come to the party and you're in finance and for your equipment and everything can come to the party, I think it sort of takes the pressure off a little bit. But I can definitely see how a lot of people can be at ease. Um, at I mean, at a a disease like um, with the situation, if those things weren't, um, those people weren't friendly enough to be able to support you during it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think like a lot of businesses, um, you know, obviously there was there was some sort of preparation there as well. Um, for obviously a lot of gyms do a lot of stuff online already, so there is that sort of sense of um, you know preparedness and and uh, the ability to sort of adapt to something that quick. Um, but there was a lot of businesses that were just they they didn't have any sort of um, concept of online or concept of non-contact or you know even the brick and mortar stores that um, you know not even fitness related that had to you know shut down or mm. um, they had to quickly adapt to this online environment yeah. and I mean you're right like this this online world has been screaming at us for the last five ten years you know the the uh, the amount of businesses online now is just incredible. But you know, I also know online business uh sorry, brick and mortar businesses that don't have websites and don't have Instagram and social media and um, you know, how how quickly they would have had to change and adapt when uh, when all this happened would have been um would have been pretty uh pretty daft. So I think it was um when I mean, even myself personally, like I had a an online basis already, like yourself. Um I think it was the, the, the adaption that came across because it was so like it was so quick you know the same as you adapting from not having that contact not having that sort of um that physical sort of relationship with your clients and with your members and and even with your trainers as well you know not being able to go in there and get a workout done and high five and and really you know feel good about your, your workout and trying to give that same energy to your members as well like when you're when you're giving the classes trying to make sure that you know you're still giving that same service and uh, still giving the same uh, opportunities to all your members and clients that, that they were getting before lockdown because um, I think we spoke about this as well that day I was in uh, I was in Melbourne that um, you know the one thing I just didn't want to do is uh, you know lose the the service for the members you know in, in my eyes for, for the gyms here the, the, the members are obviously they're the mo- most important thing so if they can continue training at a really really high standard for the next couple of weeks or couple, next couple of months which is what it looks like, then uh, then I'm pretty happy. Um, and obviously, you know, some gyms have been hit financially and a lot of businesses have, but if you can try and keep your members, you know, satisfied and, and still create that service that you're so used to um, and that they're used to as well, um, then I think you can you can sort of come out the, the other end on top as well, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. I think um, it, it's, it's enabled opportunities as well with like exercises, movements, using a backpack and, using all yeah. sorts of different things, water bottles. So it's it's been good and I feel like the fitness industry has been really creative, like just through social media scrolling. Like there's a lady up here, a local, oh, as you know, you had a workout on there, the WOD Collective. A girl, yeah. up, a girl up here runs, um, has opened up that page, which has been great. So it's been really good. The fitness community sort of come together and whether you're, you know, a Gymshark athlete or you're a, you know, someone from the Central Coast, like the the social media name has allowed opportunity for people to uh, to broaden their their lens of what's possible from home workouts. Yeah, absolutely. 
I think I saw a um I saw a really good post from uh Joseph Mental yesterday, the CEO of uh, of MassiveJoes.com, and he made a really good point. He actually did a podcast on it. Um, it's opened a lot of people up to be able to do things that they probably wouldn't have done before this, and you know even PTs that were so scared of going on camera and doing you know live workouts and posting live workouts. Um, you know, it, it can be a pretty, pretty sort of intimidating thing to do in front of a, a big class. And um, there is a big difference between taking a class in a gym and taking a class live on camera or, um, you know, it, it's just a, it's a completely different ball game. But it's opened up this opportunity for everyone. And, you know, the, the fear of, you know, of failing or fear of not being able to do something is, is sort of, it's all sort of, you know, disappeared because everyone's in the same situation. Yeah. Um, everyone's you know everyone is vulnerable everyone's you know up a certain shit creek without a paddle but we're trying to get through as best as we can 100%. um and we're sort of all trying to survive so i think it's at the end of the day like the, the first 24 48 hours um everyone was probably thinking you know how the hell am i going to get through this and um it's definitely tested a lot of people and tested you know i mean it's tested the entire country the entire world to be honest but i feel like a lot of people were, at the end of all of this, they're going to come out a lot stronger um, and a lot more vulnerable. You know, they, they now know what can happen and yeah. they now know that they can uh, they can get rock bottom and then they can do stuff to get back at the top. Um, you know, and ultimately what we're going through now is, is pretty much, um, you know, people have lost businesses, they've lost financially uh, and we're, we're able to sort of work at those steps and, and really like look back and think, all right, I've, I've gone from this to this um, and the only thing I can do to get back up is, you know, work hard and and uh, and work at my uh, work at my craft as much as I can. So I think it's been a really positive thing. Obviously, it's been a bit of a shock to the system for everyone, but at the end of the day, I think everyone's going to learn an absolute, you know, shitload from it and, and be able to sort of come out, the, uh, come out the end, you know, on top and, and, and with a better perspective and it's it's having that that mindset to it but you know if you if you think you know, the world's out to get you and you're you know you can't think greater than how you feel and you think you're going to fail and all these negative thoughts like you're not going to see the opportunity but there's plenty of opportunity in what's happening right now um like man i'm reassessing which i'm sure we'll go through but i'm completely going through my whole mission vision values a complete rebrand um, I've looked inside, of, like within myself more. I've started mentoring with someone uh, so much. So I've used this time to work, uh, you know, whether it be six classes online between me and my girlfriend and, you know, 15, 20 hours behind, 15 hours behind the desk. But using the other, the other time to just sit in stillness and go for a walk or go to the beach because you can use this opportunity to just take a step back, broaden your scope, broaden your lens, look at where you are in a whole as as a as a human and then look at your business as well. Where do you want to take it? For all the times that you're like, oh, I've always wanted to do that, that's the time to do it now. It's the time to rebrand. It's the time to rename. It's the time to reshape your membership. It's the time to, there's so much and you have that, we have that right now, but it's a matter of being in that mindset to uh, see that as an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's yeah, pretty absolutely, absolutely spot on, mate. Like, I've probably done the same thing with um, with the gyms as well. Is just being able to you know change things up and and look at everything as well. I mean, I've been I've been um, 
renovating one of the gyms and I've, I've been able to sort of step back because it's been closed, step back and just think about it. All right, I don't want that to be like that anymore. And, um, you know, I want to completely change the, the, um, the look of the gym, the feel of the gym, the environment. Um, and we've been able to sort of rewrite pretty much the entire business and, and really, really look at it. And, um, you know, even from a financial point of view, look at all their books and say, right, well, this is, this is something that's worked really well over the last six months, or this is something that hasn't worked really well over six months. So we've been able to have a look at that and, and reestablish what we want to do sort of, sort of leading into the future. Um, and personally as well, I was actually just having a discussion with someone. Um, I, I feel like I've, uh, I've become like a hell of a lot more motivated in the last two or three months and, and uh, almost, you know, done a lot more with not only my sort of personal development, but, you know, getting out there and getting fit and get out there and, and staying active and, um, you know, get, getting myself into really, really good routines as well. Um, I think it's it's been a big wake-up call that I've been able to say, well, I've got, um, you know, obviously I've got a little bit more time in my hands now, but I can uh, make the most of the time as well. So even when everything goes, goes you know, back to normal and back into, uh, back into reality, we're able to sort of look back and say, well, I was able to do it now and I, I know how to do it. I've got myself into a good habit and I can sort of continue on. Yeah, for sure. I was listening to a podcast the other day with Tim Billiou and Jay Shetty, and they were talking about um, they were talking about um, how how their habits that they've done now, like playing FIFA for the first time since who knows how long, and doing all these things. I'm like, you know, I don't know if I'll implement them when I come back in. Like, man, if I'm operating at my most creative self right now. And I can apply a little bit more discipline, look at my day, look at my week, look at where I want to go and apply where needed. It's it's hard because it's like hard work. You can't get anywhere without hard work. You can't. But then it's look at it's like, man, if I feel as if I'm most fulfilled right now than I've ever been and I've been able to be this creative, what am I doing now that's a, a line out? allowing that am I starting my day a little bit slower do I find a trainer to take an extra day or two in the morning so I can start my morning to myself like so I feel like if we can take the lessons that we've learned now and everything that we've been doing now and if we can build the perfect recipe moving forward I think you're only going to set yourself up for success and I guess that's where I'm trying to play it it's like not trying to me and my mentor were talking about the other day closing all the mental tabs like stop having 20 mental tabs like when you go to safari or or Google Chrome and you've got like tab, 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 tab all across the top. That's what it can become like as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. And if you can eliminate tabs, eliminate tabs, eliminate tabs and then put your focus into the, your main tabs, you know, it like you create, you don't execute on it so so much better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I totally agree. It's, um, it's definitely a, uh, a big time for reflection, I think. And I think if... If you're not taking, you know, making the most of it, I think obviously making the most of every single day, but especially in the testing times, you know, you got to sort of jump on board and and have a look at everything that uh, that you've achieved in the past, and then have a look at you know what you want to be in the next twelve months or two years. And um, I think right now, you know, as crazy as the world might be um with everything i think it's the best time that we've had in a long time it's almost a, a sort of refresh button oh 100%. um and a lot of people won't look at it like that and pro- and you know a lot of people uh, are still struggling and, and trying to sort of get their wrap their head around it which is understandable to a point but um you know 
I really do think that it's it's probably the refresh button a lot of people needed um, to to just sort of you know hit the button and just say all right well this is where I am right now I've been working 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 for for this this amount of time whether it be on business or just in your career or whatever it is um, and this is a perfect opportunity to just go bang this is where I want to be I wasn't happy doing this uh, I wasn't happy doing you know these things in my business I can just go refresh start again and then just uh and just go nuts. I think, like, it, my, my personal feelings as well, like, I've, uh, I can almost look back now and, you know, probably the week before the lockdown, um, I actually had a look at the look at the books and we were sort of doing the best we've ever done with the gyms. Like, it was sort of at that really big peak. Um, it was almost like the best week we've ever had and I was looking at it and then, obviously, everything crashed down and, and everything changed and, and sort of the price point, obviously, um, got reduced massively. But, we were able to sort of look at that and say, all right, we got to a peak and now when we hit the refresh button, we've got a new goal. So that's our goal now where we got up to. So we're able to get to that and then that's our sort of thermostat. Um, we can get to that and then we can sort of still sort of progress. So when it, when it comes to member size, um, you know, people coming through the door, all that sort of stuff, and we can work on the processes. So look what we did last time to get there um, and double down on that and then say, all right, that worked really well. Let's make it, you know, five, ten times better and then make this thermostat, make this uh, make this sort of goal go higher. So, yeah, I think I'm pretty um, I'm pretty happy with it to be honest. I'm, uh, I think it's I think it's going to be a great thing for everyone. Mate, I, I could stay like this for oh we will be, but I'm I'll be happy to stay like this for another two months. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, me too. Man, I'm. It, it, you know when you 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 lose track of the day when it's over that Christmas New Year's time, but you always know. Yeah, like it's it's a break, but it's like it's just not long enough. Now you're really yeah. you're creating new routines. You're trying to, and if you're journal, like I, I've been journaling pretty hard and spending a lot of time by myself. Um, and if you, like I said, if you're thriving right now, why are you thriving? Like that is just a basic question, but it's so meaningful. Why are you thriving right now? And then wait up to when your darkest time was or when you were really stressed or what were you doing. It's like trying to find that seesaw, trying to find that balance. And it's the word balance, but it's true. Like people say balance is bullshit. And but like I I personally believe, um, you know, I've been looking into a guy called Gerard Adams and Aubrey Marcus lately. I, I, and I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he had a podcast with Tom Billu and it's talking about, um, you know, working hard hard is not always better and I'm I'm starting to become that that is so so true because my best thoughts and my my most creative times have been on the pause button have been on a holiday have been when I've gone away by myself for three or two days so it's like now when I'm coming back I'm like man go like have your targets like I've mapped out right there to the left of me my 12 month three phase growth strategy like um, we've got targets, we've got um, rebrand, vision, mission, values, and then we've got the next phase, the next phase. So I can see where we're going. Now it's executing that. Once I've, and halfway through that six, this next six months and we're back open, go away then. Go away but for four days. Go away for three days because staying in the rat race, staying in the, staying in the fight, it will actually, for me personally, will actually be worse than me stepping away spending an extra $300 that week on covering the classes, coming back, feeling refreshed, rejuvenated, 
um, broadening my lens, being able to step back into where are we actually going, where am I actually going, and then redoing or reattacking the plan. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's yeah, that's an awesome point. And it's the same thing with holidays. You know, I actually went to Bali a few a few weeks before I caught up with you guys, and it was exactly the same thing. You know, I was I was away for five days and. Um, I wasn't in that, you know, in that rat race and then I was able to come back and, you know, I felt everything was refreshed. I was mentally refreshed. I was physically refreshed. Um, and I was just, you know, so ready to get back into it. And, and, you know, you, you sit there and, uh, I remember sitting in Bali and, and all my, all these ideas are coming into my head and all these, um, processes I could try and, and do these things through the, um, through the businesses that I would never really think of here. I don't think like if I'm sitting here in front of my laptop and, figuring out what to do next and you, you're in this, you're not really in that zone and um, you know there's so many distractions and stuff throughout your life but you are you get to go away or you have a period like this and uh, and you've got you know you've got some spare time on your hands yeah it's a um it's a great time to sort of reflect and and uh, yeah I think I've been more productive in these last three weeks than I have in the last sort of six months which has been been yeah. pretty incredible more productive um, and less time less hours for me yeah <laughs> Which goes to yeah, show absolutely. something. It's like, you know, we can look at people like Gary Vee and we can compare ourselves, but it's not about what works for Gary Vee. It's about what's for you. And, and I know I'm a big fan of Gary Vee and I know you're a big fan of Gary Vee. But it's like, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily, like, for example, Travis Jones, as we both know, legend, um, helped me with a lot of stuff. But it's like, I don't want 16 gyms. <laughs> I don't need to work yeah. towards 16 gyms. And I think the biggest thing is finding who you are and what you want to do, then going about that plan. I like Gary Vee's hustle. My journey videos I'm doing right now was on the back of watching Gary T with Gary Vee just recently, going through the journey, showing people why, showing people where we're heading. Like That's off the back of Gary Vee. But that doesn't mean I have to implement every strategy that Gary Vee does. Um, who knows, is, you know, Gary Vee's, he says he's fulfilled, but we don't know what his life's like behind the scenes because we don't see it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think that's a massively um, accurate point like about doing stuff for yourself and, um, you know, creating something that is going to be 100% you as well. And I spoke about that in probably, I think it was the last podcast, actually. Um, I had a, a Q&A and, and someone asked, how do you stand out from the crowd when there's so many PTs and, and gyms and coaches and stuff in the industry? And um, I spoke about, you know, having that point of difference, but making sure that it is authentic. You know, don't look at mm. people like Gary Vee or, you know, these big fitness Instagrammers and say, oh, well, they're doing that, so I'm going to do the exact same mm. thing. Or they're doing that and it's really, really working, so I'm going to put my own little spin on it. Um, you know, it's a great thing to do to, to sort of to be able to sort of put yourself into a different realm of stuff and, and content creation and all that sort of stuff. But if it's not you, you're not going to put 100% of your yeah. uh, your effort and your passion into it, I believe. So And people um, know that. I mean, like, People feel that. Yeah, exactly People feel right. it when you're yeah. like, on my whiteboard right here, I have embodied the pure essence of Jared Brown. So it's like, I'm finding who I am. From where, when I, where I find myself, I then create the new vision, the new mission, the new brand for what the new business is like. From the mission and the vision of what you're trying to create and do, that's, your, that's 80% of your marketing strategy right there. We're not a transformation gym. We help people make transformations. Yes. But we're not trying to, we're not, we're not, we're not, 100% results-based based fakes. We're not going to put um, – we would rather the testimonials that, um, you know, DMR help 
me through this or DM are open my awareness to what well-being and life is really about rather than having like the weight loss journey. We think that's amazing, but it's not what we want to create. So it's like when I come back, I want to bring more to training. I want to bring workshops. Um, we have girls that are doing stuff on meditations and yodas, dive deeper into that. Uh, as you saw my post, I tagged you in today. It's like we can endure, 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 but that's not, you, you just, you gain resilience. Like that's, that's your cap. Actually, where you develop yourself is in the stillness and to be able to overcome up here. Oh, I have to be doing something. No, you don't have to be doing something. Just sit in silence and be okay with that. Find the discipline to sit in silence. It's like when we meditate, I struggle with it as hell. How much does our mind want to wander? That's discipline to be able to stay straight on that. So it's like going back to my point, it's like now that I'm using this time to look inside myself, I then create my marketing strategy. I then create what the business is going to feel and look like when it returns because my marketing strategy is me. My business is me. Everything I'm trying to voice is me. So people are going to feel that. And it's okay. People don't need to come to what my idea of well-being and health is. That's fine. You know, it's the difference between Microsoft and Apple. Like people have different viewpoints. But where people at the moment, if you're sitting in this world of in between, like you, you, for example, when you go surfing, you might have a break there and a break there. And if you sit in between, you're not really going to, if you're torn between, like you're not going to find any great waves. Find the break and stay with it and go for what you're doing and people are going to feel that. People are going to be pulled towards that and the people that want to work on that will come to you. Yeah, for sure. I think that, and that's uh, like, that goes back to that authenticity as well. You know, if you're, a lot of people, especially PT and in the fitness industry, they, they try and sell their, sell their business and sell their service. But at the end of the day, they're, they're selling, they're trying to sell themselves and they're trying to sell their, um, you know, what they believe in, what they stand for. Um, I think one of the best examples of that is um, is Travis Young from um, mm. from Reborn, who's you know you look on his Instagram story and think, holy crap, he's he's got the energy of a bloody cut snake. He's just uh, he's crazy. But the you know the amount of people that would just follow and follow and follow because he's just got the amount of energy to light up a room. Um, you know, I I wake up every morning and watch his watch his stories, and it motivates me to get out of bed. Like it's it's just insane. So. Um, you know, he could he could have a really really you know shitty gym with no equipment, and you know he could just have a, a garage with a few tires and some small dumbbells. But I guarantee he'd still be one of the best gyms in in his area because 100%. he brings that personal you know that personal value and that um, that service and and himself you know that passion that he brings to every single class. Guarantee he'll get every single person in his area to come to his gym mm. um, because you 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 look at him, you watch him take a class, and you just think, all right, he wants to be here. And he's given me so much value, so I'm just gonna, you know, invest my time, invest my money, um, into into this into this ball of energy. Hundred <laughs> mm, percent. I've been reading into him a lot lately. Um, even to the point where I dropped off my phone calls with members for ages and saw that he's been doing it. Like I had a phone call, like I did it before this this Zoom call, and I knocked over some people didn't answer, so I sent them a video message, and I knocked over fifteen people in like. 25 30 minutes and like those five minute phone calls mean so much and that's where getting it from travis like travis it sounds like the same for you travis has been a huge inspiration for me i was actually i'm actually going to try and reach out to him um reach out to him a few times lately because we had the, the opportunity to interview him for bridge adapt um 
but I'm keen to reach out to him and just see how he's going with it all, just to jump on a phone call and see how he runs his gym. Yeah. Like, we're not in any direct competition with each other. Well, we might be online now, but when got things so back, you know, that's the beauty about connecting with different people. Like, um, I, I was at John's the same thing. He supports every clothing brand. It's not about don't support them, don't support them. It's me versus him, it's me versus him. There's plenty of fish in the sea. There's plenty of people to be trained. And, you know, if you lose someone to that gym, it's like, well, you need to look inside yourself and ask yourself why they leave your gym. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, especially if it is your gym, you know, if you are working in a gym, um, and you know you, you have someone that leaves or, or members that leave. I mean, it's yeah, you, you definitely have to look at look at the service that you're delivering and the and the and the brand that that these people are sort of walking into as well. I think. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a bit the same. You know, I, I was trying to support um, all the PTs and all the you know the gyms around town. I'm I'm friends with you know 95 percent of the gym owners in my area, um, and you know we we can chat we can talk about you know how all this is going and um in fact i was talking to one of the gym owners in ballarat just uh, just two days ago just about how he's working with it and how he's coping and um different systems and processes he's going through so i think that's a, a really good thing i think that's that's probably not something you learn until you you are in business for a few years mm. um i mean i think i remember when i first started and i just thought it was i thought it was a rat race to mm. to you know to get the most business in and, and you think, oh, I just need to be competitive and how dare this person goes to that gym and all right, that gym's doing that, so I'm going to do this and that that uh, company's doing that, so I'm going to change up and do something completely different. But I think after a few years, you start to realise that, uh, you know, that, that's really got nothing to do with it and you've got to be able to sell a um, sell yourself and sell you know, your service and your brand and your passion um, to be able to get the people in, get the people to stay um, and not just before the results, like you said, you know, the physical results are great. Um, and I'm probably the same with the gyms. You know, I'd rather someone come to me and say, like, you know, FX3 has, has changed me mentally and I'm a lot of happy, happier person and it's, you know, it's saved me. And, um, you know, I've had people come to me and say it saved my marriage because I've become a happier person. And, um, you know, my wife and I are happier now and we're more productive and we're able to sort of, um, you know, live a, live a happier life and healthier lifestyle. Um, I'd much rather that than, you know, we've lost 10 kilos in three weeks or mm. we've we've gone from this and shredded up in, in 21 days or anything 100%. like that. My, so I think that... Um, my my uh, my theory of where I want to head down is like, a workout's 45 minutes to an hour. Now, they've got to leave that workout or it's if it's in the afternoon, they've had a day before that workout. So it's like people say, this is generally the answer and you'll agree. Body train, oh, because I feel good. That is surface level. I want I want to go yeah. beyond surface level. Why do you train? Oh, because because it makes me feel good. Okay, why does it make you feel good? Because it brings confidence into my life. Okay, so do you like confidence? Yeah, you know, I have you know, I got blue when I was younger. Okay, and how's not having confidence make you feel? Diving deep into why. So it's like they gotta go home to their partner that they're arguing with after. So it's like I want to bring an aspect of life coaching essentially down the track mixing in with you know mentoring and mixing in with workshops with the training so it's like you can actually enjoy your day and be grateful up until the training session you can have a really good training session and you can also go home to a really great family and feel good about yourself you know it's not just the training session and the hour after while the endorphins are flowing that you can that are the most enjoyable times of the day. They might be the most enjoyable, but there's more to life than that 45 minutes in that hour. 
Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, enjoying enjoying your life around your workouts, enjoying your life around your activity levels. And um, I think, again, going back to this, this period that we're in at the moment, I think not only business owners, but everyone will come out of this will that, with that bit of perspective. And, um, you know, I think I know, obviously you probably understand that a lot of people go to the gym for that, you know, stress relief and for that, um, for that break and uh, for the, you know, the, the mental side of it as well, going to the gym and, and getting the best out of themselves and feeling good. And, um, and I think obviously with all the gyms closed and, and online being such a different world, uh, you know, people are going to take, make the most of it when we're back into it, make the most of it when the gyms are back open. Um, and then hopefully that, that perspective does kick back, you know, it, it, it does make them think that, you know, the, the gyms are back so I can, I can make sure that I'm doing the right things to, um, you know, not only get into the gym and stay fit, stay healthy, but, um, have a bit of perspective for the, the time that I had with my family when I was, when we were in lockdown and, um, you know, I am actually able to, to do workouts at home. You know, if I, if I can't make the gym or if I'm not, you know, if I'm not going to go to the gym, I do have the, uh, the ability to do a workout at home. And, mm. um, I've got the ability now to meditate. If you've never done meditation, um, I know a lot of people are doing that now and, you know, getting up and going for a run, you know, I've, I've never run so much in, in my three years, um, of, of, you know, doing cardio in the last two weeks. So it's, um, you know, having that sort of igniting that sort of passion for different things will hopefully get people when we are, you know, able to reopen to be able to push a little bit, a little bit more and, and do things that they probably haven't, haven't thought they've been able to do as well, because that fear has just been, that fear has just been abolished over the last couple of weeks, I, I believe. So yeah, it's, for um, sure. yeah, it's it, a, it's a sort of exciting time. And it goes back to, I guess, it goes back to um, you know, what we're saying about just finding what works for you. Like what my methods on how I'm coming out of this and want to do is going to be different to a lot of people, but that's okay. This is yeah. like, this is my own learning lessons. I've learned this within myself over the last 12, like 10 months, but particularly working with my mentor over the last couple of weeks. It's like, and that's why I went through a bit of a dark place last year, just sort of like understanding was this going to be the rest of my life? And I realized that, you know, DMR, where DMR comes from um, is the name of Jim. Is My cousin was murdered when he was younger. So Damon Mark Roberts, DMR. And I was I used that for so many years as my complete motivation, but I've outgrown that now. I've moved past that. I've redeveloped myself. I've got intrinsic motivation. I'm wanting to better myself. I'm not the thing that gets me out on a run isn't my cousin anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like this time yeah. has allowed me to really look at like why wasn't I enjoying it as well? So it's like the gym hasn't grown with my growth. You know, if, if, this is, if, this is, if this is me and the gym's staying here and slowly moving, I'm shooting up. Like you need to – it all needs to intertwine. It needs to intertwine. It comes back to what you're saying, your authenticity. So it's like these are the things that I've found is – I have all the resilience in the world. I've been through hardships and I know I've done hard workouts. I've done camps and things like that to develop your mind. Like you can keep doing that. That's fine. But it's like, I can only see myself not tapping into much more of my potential. I think my potential personally lays in finding joining the stillness and actually finding joy more. So the process is life. The destination happiness isn't a destination. It's, it's, it's right now. You know, have, yeah. this is all we have is right now. So it's like 
I want to find discipline in that. Once I find discipline in that, man, I'm going to be unstoppable and I can't wait for that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally agree, man. It's um, it's definitely given a lot of people to a chance to sort of uh, reevaluate their entire life and processes and and habits and you know creating new habits, getting rid of creating um, uh, sorry, getting rid of bad habits and um, you know making making some changes that their you know future self is going to sort of get rewarded from. I think um, not only in business but personal life and relationship, all that sort of stuff. I know it's definitely helped me. It's um, it's it's just been the perfect timing, I think, as well. The whole world was just going into a bit of a um, a bit of a standstill, and then all this happened. And uh, I think it was perfect time for a lot of people just to hit that button and refresh and and uh, reevaluate, which is uh, which has been uh, which has been rewarding. I think it will it will be rewarding as well in the in the next uh, in the next few months. Yeah, no, nah, I agree. Um, yeah, like man, I think just enjoy every anyone that's listening just enjoy this time like man i'm talking about me my family my girlfriend and my sister and her husband and my mum and dad but we're talking about playing two up on saturday for ends at home and you know yeah. like you know and you can go down the pub in those times but it's like the family moments like mean the most you know and they're yeah. they're great times and we have we can have more of that now um so just enjoy it while while it's here because it may not ever happen again. It may happen then, I don't know, but it may not ever happen again. Yeah, for sure. I think I'll put a post on my Instagram a few weeks ago that um, you know, I saw my daughter take her first piss in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that that was a that was a massive thing for me because it was um, you know, normally I'd uh, I'd be either travelling up and down to Bendigo for the gym or or um, you know, working super early and they're working super late, not getting home until they're in bed. And um, you know, I'm I'm always at work when they wake up. So it was almost a weekend thing. I'd spend Saturday, Sunday with the kids, and um, you know, some nights to be able to get get home early and it'd be a lot of FaceTime and and stuff like that. But the last three or four weeks, you know, I've uh, I've I spent all day with them yesterday, and um, you know, I'm home by you know seven o'clock at night, and they're still up, so we can read them a book before they go to bed, tuck them in. And um, I get, I mean, I tell you what, that's uh, that's better than being at being at work. You know, I love I love training people, I love doing fitness and classes and all that sort of stuff. But um, you know, there's nothing better than spending time with your family and reading books to the kids and putting them in bed and and all that sort of stuff too. So I'm almost um, a little bit scared of going back because I don't want to uh, I don't want to sort of go back to that and go back to being so distant. So that's what I've been able to sort of look at and think. All right, well, I know that I can do this. I know that I can be home every night at a certain time now um so what do i need to do to you know continue doing this when we're when we're back into business so mm. um yeah I, I think it's been an amazing time i think it's um especially for family friends you know obviously you can't go visit friends and all that sort of stuff but um i've felt that a lot of my mates have become super vulnerable you know i've, I've had a lot of mates reach out and just you know and just tell me you know, oh, i'm really struggling i don't know what to do i've got you know a bit of anxiety with all this uh, so we've been able to sort of sit down and have a chat about how they're feeling and how they're going to sort of get through and, um, you know, processes and, and, you know, get through at the end of all this a lot stronger than, than what they are right now. So I think it's, um, it's been a, a, a great wake up call for everyone. Yeah. Um, and there's another thing I respect about Travis is Travis is home by like three, four o'clock when he had the gyms open mm-hmm. every day to take his kids to, where like gymnastics or wherever he takes them or whatever but 
you know, like it's creating, you don't go into life to draw yourself to the ground. You don't, yeah, I mean, you don't go into business to draw yourself into the ground. You go into business, um, well, this is my idea of business anyway, is to create um, that opportunity to scale and have trainers for our, in our instance to be able to enjoy yeah. an afternoon off. Um, you go into business to create the life you want rather than have the life create you. Um, for sure. And I think, you know, coming out of this, it's like, to me, it's like why I just want to maximize on my one space, keep the same amount of classes, keep the same amount of trainers and just focus on getting new people into the gym. That's all my focus needs to me. Getting new people into the gym, keeping our members. Making them happy. That's all I need to focus on. I don't need to go for a second location. I don't need to do anything out of the works. Let's just focus on maximizing this one spot. Let's do that and enjoy the process of doing that. Not having to, you know, why do we work 80 hour weeks to put in our bio or our Instagram status that we work 80 hour weeks? Like, why do you actually, is that a joyful thing? Or are you just, are we just writing we work 80 hour weeks for people that feel sorry for us or that he's got his shit sorted out like and that's the thing it's like man like how many people and i i was a victim of this i've been speaking to a few mates lately or where you up to on your book or you know i'm like i'm not reading at the moment i'm doing mentoring that's it i don't need to do any more than that i'm already learning enough within my mind that i don't need to it's like it's almost a competition these days it's like i see all the time and i was i did as well i finished another book tick it's like no, that's not the point, Jared. You read the book because you want to read the book and then you take away notes from the book. The book isn't about showing everyone else that you've read the book. You don't read the book. It's not what it should be about and I feel like this has been the perfect time to to really reassess where you're at. Like, man, if I come out of this and work 25 hours a week but it's full energized and it's productive, I'd rather do a 25-hour week with a growing business with maximum energy um, spending time with family, with my girlfriend, downtime, at maximizing on my own training, have a growing gym and enjoy that process. I'd rather do that rather than twiddle my fingers for 40 hours a week or 50 hours a week and just for the sake of writing that I wrote, I did 50 hour weeks. Like where, who created the word hustle and who created the definition of hustle? Like you can create your own definition of hustle. Hustle doesn't need to be by the hours you work. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. And that's going to come back to your business as well. Like if you are putting in all those all those crazy hours and, and um, you know, absolutely burning yourself on both ends. And this is something that I've felt victim for as well. You know, I did, I had that mindset. I thought, you know, the more I work, the more I get done, um, the more I win. And I was just completely burning myself out to the point where, you know, the service that I was delivering personally was absolutely shit out. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was thinking, oh, I'm doing all this work and, and working so hard and, um, you know, why aren't I able to do this and why isn't this happening for me and why aren't I growing? Um, and then I realized because I was just, you know, completely burning myself out. I was trying to do too much. I was trying to um, focus on running the entire business except for sort of delegating stuff. Um, and, you know, everything sort of fell fell apart around it. And then I thought when I, when I stood back and, and said, all right, I'll, I'm going to delegate this, I'm going to delegate that, I'm going to, I'm going to focus 100% my energy on, on bettering myself and, and reducing my stress and doing this and doing that. Um, then I found everything, everything around me got better. My service got better. Um, you know, the business grew, all that sort of stuff too. So I think mm. that's absolutely spot on. You know, you can, you can work 50 hours a week and work, you know, work your ass off, but 
if um if you're not sort of looking after not only your health but if you're not sort of uh you know focusing on what you need to be doing um and you know focusing your drive as well then everything around you is gonna gonna be massively affected. So yeah, go shit for sure. I'm I can't wait. When I go back, we have like 28 classes a week, and I'm probably looking at taking 12 to 13 of them. That's 13 yeah. hours of my week there. If I can space them out over the course of the week, in a, in a strategic way, and then, then I can implement looking after the events and looking after the the I guess be the front man of the business and. Um, a few other things in the work, having uh, the other person work on, you know, the marketing, the things that they're good at, then fantastic. I would rather give my all to 25 hours a week rather than try and execute on everything and, and settle for nothing um, yeah, yeah, and, and get nothing out of it. Like, man, I want to turn up to my 13 classes a week and them to be their favorite class of the week. Like, I want to turn up being the owner of the business, like people should be thriving that they're turning up to your specific class. So you need to, you have a standard to meet as well. Um, and, you know, it sounds like you're very, very much the same. And I know Travis would probably be the same. People don't realize, like if we have a class called Savage, which is our hardest class of the week. If I take five Savages in one day, which I was doing on a Monday, I'm pooped for the rest of the week. Like if I do yeah. two in the morning, three in the afternoon, because I expect so much of myself and they do of me. It's like I'm trying to give my absolute most energy. If I'm, That's only five hours of work doing those, but it's at your most energy. It's not eight hours of fiddle your fingers for four and work for four. You're giving your absolute all. And I know now I'm looking back at that and like, man, I'm very front. I remember listening to a podcast with Travis and Ice, um, Isaac John and, they were saying, um, we're very front heavy on the the front end of the week. I want to try and change that when I come back. It's like, how can I treat Monday as in a joyful experience, not try and do 18 hours a week on the Monday because you're feeling motivated off the back of the weekend and you're ready to dial down for the new week. It's like, no, settle down. Let's space this out across the week. So when you hit the weekend, it's not like, oh, the weekend's here, finally, thank God. You're hitting the weekend going, okay, cool, that was a great week. I can't wait for the next week to start, but I'm going to enjoy some downtime over the weekend and then we'll be back. Rather than going, oh, thank fuck, it's the last class for the week. Like, I'm out of here, lock the doors, I'll see you Monday. You know what I mean? That's not what I want. So it's like, okay, reassessing where I was at. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I did actually listen to that podcast as well, and I also got the same out of it. Um, you know, you, you can you can do that. but um, And I did sort of, I, I looked at my, my schedule, my timetable, and thought, oh, well, that, that would mean that I can spend more time with the family, you know, even if it works out that, I could even have, you know, from Friday lunchtime off and then I could have have the weekend. But um, then I thought, you know, if I did that, that's just not, it's not going to work for me. It's not going to work for, for what I want to do and, and, and what I want to put back into the business. So, um, and that's okay. Like if, if it isn't going to work for you and if it's not going to, you know, work with what you want to do and what you want to put back into the business, then, you know, it's not going to work. But 100%. if you can work something out that's going to work for you, whether you're working 18 hours a week or, or 25 hours a week or whatever it might be, just in classes or just in a certain area and then you have you know they have the different areas to do on marketing and um you know you might spend two hours a day on on just the boring stuff so just the book work stuff um you might spend two hours a day on on programming and uh and 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 talking to clients and checking in with the clients and and stuff like that so it's um it is all about what what's going to work for you and what's not going to you know burn you out at both ends um and what's going to be best for your business and your brand at the end of the day you know you, you don't want to you don't want to do thing that's going to um you know negatively negatively affect your uh 
your service for your for your members and your clients. And, and it's what um, scale you're and, at. Like Yeah. You're you have multiple locations and you know, people have multiple different locations. So it's like like I said, what it's so cliche, but what works for you? Man, I have one location, so I don't need to apply as many hours or I'm not at I'm not at four or five or six. I don't have as many staff to manage. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, that's okay. I don't, I don't want that. And I'm loving just, I just want to maximize on the one space. So it's like, that's fine. You know, do that. And, and everyone's, yeah, it's about what works for you. And I understand it just comes back to where you, the goals that you have for the business and where you want to take it, you know, it's the difference between if I only want to onboard eight new members a month, or if I want to onboard 10 new members a month and we only have two cancellations, so we did eight new members a month, then fine. Someone might have a goal of doing 16. That's fine. They will probably have to do a little bit more work, but I don't want 16 new members a month. I don't need to. I'd rather just focus on having the same consistent all the way through. So, yeah, like I said, it's about finding out what works for you but if we can really sit down and one of the things that Travis taught me as well was writing down all of your tasks that you do in the week and actually tracking it for a whole week seeing how many hours you spend on it and then really just finding out what you need to focus on like okay do you find that you're spending three hours across the board of unnecessary admin work it's like okay how much is that going to cost you? Do you get a PA over, PA over in the Philippines or do you pay someone to run it and, you know, they do it? It's like, do you need to be doing those three hours? Like, is outsourcing that for an extra 80 or 90 bahts going to allow you to have three more hours with your kids or for me to have three more hours with my girlfriend or whatever it may be? It's like, if you can find, and I guarantee that any business owner does this, that's particularly new in business, look at all your tasks that you do in a week, track them, and see where your time's wasted and then find yourself time because you can easily buy yourself back in there. I guarantee anyone that does that will buy themselves back in an extra five to eight hours a week easy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, make make time work for you as well. Like have that um, that time, you know, to be able to put what you you want to put into it and and have that time work for you. I think that's massive. Um, And it's something that I've definitely learned, especially over the last probably two years as well, is to write down everything and work out where you're spending most of your time, um, what you're sort of putting 100% effort into and just looking at it and really sort of evaluating it. And, um, especially in the last month or so, I've been able to look at that as well and, and have a look at everything and evaluate if this is exactly what I want to be doing and if this is working and if this is, you know, if, I, if I'm putting enough time into this or if I'm focusing too much time on a certain area. Um, and then finding those hours and then saying, all right, if I can be home by six o'clock every night and I can tuck the kids in bed, um, that means I'll have to, you know, delegate this job or, or go get a PO or something like that um, and, you know, invest something, invest a bit of time and money into, into um, you know, at the end of the day, you're sort of, you're sort of buying money back and you're buying buying time back for yourself and for mm. your business. So I think that's, um, that's a really, really smart thing to do for all business owners as well, even if you're, like, even studying for uni or if you're um if you're starting a career or anything like that a lot of people procrastinate when they're when they're studying um i know i used to and uh and they say you know i've got enough hours i work i work you know split shifts i do this i do that um but then you know if you count the the two hours of netflix you watch when you get home from work or um the you know an hour of tiktok that you watch when you're when you're sitting on the couch and stuff like that you can uh you know you can get a fair bit of work done in half an hour 
um, that you you know you switch off from TikTok or you switch off from YouTube or from Netflix and stuff like that too. So I think a lot of people will reevaluate after this and uh, and really find those few hours where they can where they can get a lot more done. Yeah, definitely, for sure, absolutely. But thanks so much for the chat. I really appreciate it. We could talk for hours. Actually, in fact, we've almost talked for an hour. That's um, that's awesome. Um, what's uh, what is next for you, mate? What's what are you sort of going to go uh, going forward? Just sort of personal development wise, you're going to continue. Mm. Um, I saw you doing like some meditation and stuff this morning. Is that going to sort of be a, an everyday process or? Yeah, it's always been an everyday process, mate. But now it's um, I'm working really close with a mentor, which is um, we have a very tight relationship. Dan Ballard, his name is, and man, he's a he's an absolute just a legend, and he's um, really opened me up to a lot of you know realizations within myself, deep realizations within myself, which I only know I'm going to push forward. So, man, like where I'm at at the moment, it's like I all I need to do right now is just enjoy the stillness, be be within my thoughts, be conscious of my thoughts, give myself a higher awareness when I'm coming from an unconscious place, recognize that, you know, and start to pick up on myself and emotional intelligence on yourself, you know, like being emotionally intelligent within yourself and self-aware. So, man, that's probably my biggest focus right now because I know when I, when, if I'm, and it's already been happening, people have been like, for example, yourself, mates, um, my girlfriend's friends, they're both like, man, I feel some presence towards Jared at the moment. Is he doing something? Like, And it's like over in the last couple of days, it's like I've had people reach out to me and connect with me. And it's like, man, like that's just the energy of what I'm learning. So I'm diving deep into spirituality at the moment within myself and people can look at spirituality as all this all, this all airy-fairy thing. But spirituality is just finding your own being and just being and, and just finding out who you are um, more. So... I'm not trying to force myself to do any more training sessions right now. I love training. I'm still training, but it's like my focus right now is being out of self-mastery. Once I can self-master, and that's always an ongoing thing, but when I can start to build that development, when we come back to, to opening the doors, people are going to feel that. People are going to love that. Um, behind the scenes, working on you know the vision, the mission, and the values, and the rebrand of where we're going, where we want to go, and what we want to implement. Um, you know, I'm not rushing it. I'm taking it day by day and I'm still doing about, you know, it's still about four hours of work a day, but it's like being productive with those hours and knowing that um, we'll still be, there's no way we're going to be open the gym within the next four weeks. Schools aren't even going to be open for another three weeks and we'll be the last thing that opens. So, you know, we've only been locked down for what, four or five weeks now and I've learned so much about myself in that time so i'm like man if i can get another two months of those things or another six weeks of what i've just done man fantastic like let's just focus on me because i'm like i know that i'm developing myself at a very very fast rate at the moment so it's like i might as well just continue that you know business is always going to be that during the day if i can just keep the members happy get in contact with them you know our trainers are happy which they all are and everything's flying along just do what needs to be done to get through at the moment and that's all i'm doing and i'm applying the rest of my attention on myself yeah i love it mate i think you'll come back oh man i think i think everyone's going to come back a lot stronger as well if they do that if they're um if they're you know really really you know um nutting down on their own personal development self-development um especially if they're business owners they're going to come back 
with clearer head. They're going to come back a lot more motivated, driven. Um, you know, they're going to have all these, um, you know, um, you know, intelligence that they can they can really sort of use the power of what they've just gone through um, to be able to take risks and to be able to do things and, and change their perspective on things as well. Mm. So high performance, um, yeah, I think. I yeah, think that's what sure. I'm trying to find out is like, how do I perform the best? I know, I don't need. I, I I'd be stupid to bury myself behind a computer for forty hours a week because it's not what I'm best at. I know that I need to do stuff behind the computer, but it's like I'd rather spend twelve time, twelve hours a week doing classes, sits out up four hours a week catching up with members that are going through some stuff in their life, eight hours a week behind the desk. And and doing a few other things, like developing developing my own brand, it's like finding what works for you. And I think the high performance is so important. high performance and self development tie tie into the one. But it, you know why? I think the question like the question that we can end on is like why are you operating at your best right now? Like just ask yourself that question. What are you doing differently right now that you weren't doing before? implement it when we come back like you were operating at your best i'm the have like i'm more joyful now and loving you know turning my phone off at seats and watching netflix with my with my missus and being excited for the next day so it's like i must be doing something in this time right now so developing myself is is my number one priority at the moment and you know mate i, I really appreciate reaching out we've got a lot in common and um yeah like you said i think you know, if everyone can look at this as a time that, you know, that gave us opportunity. Um, but we have to be in that mindset to be able to accept that as well. Yeah, for sure, man. Absolutely, completely agree. Thanks so much for chat, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, love the uh, love the mindset you're in. It's uh, it's it's really great to see. Um, and uh, hopefully we can catch up again soon i'll come up there and, and do a few sessions because it's a lot warmer up there than it is down yeah there, so. i know i'm in a I'm shirt not, you're in a I'm jumper <laughs> yeah exactly i'm in two jumpers it's absolutely freezing oh there, there you go <laughs> <laughs> thanks heaps mate i uh, really appreciate it um hopefully we can uh, we can catch up soon yeah for sure see you shawnee see you mate bye thanks bro Thanks so much for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed that podcast. A big shout-out to Jared's podcast about the BTG or Bridging the Gap podcast. I was lucky enough to be on one of the episodes a few weeks ago, which drops very shortly, so go and check that out. Uh, it's a great couple of guys doing amazing things. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you soon.